just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Hallelujah. Well, we've gotten to, we are just about closing. How many of us have enjoyed the concert so far? Now listen, just for a short while, um, we want to hear the word of God. Everybody say the word of God. You know, this is church. And um, once we gather, we must hear the unadulterated word of God. Amen. And tonight, I'm very excited. You know, in a great house, the Bible says that there are many vessels. Hallelujah. Everybody say many vessels. Now, not just many vessels, but great vessels. Amen. This man of God that is about to speak to us is a very anointed man of God. Everybody say anointed man of God. You see, the anointing is like the wind. You don't see, but you can feel it. I mean, he is our first missionary outside Ghana. Okay. And... Um, through him, many of us followed later on, but he was the first to break the ground and to go for us to see that. So we were in school and we told that somebody was going. We said, look, it is possible. We shall also go some by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So we are talking about somebody who is tried and tested. Now, those of you who you are here for a short while and you have decided that you go, don't make that mistake. Don't be deceived by short relationships. Do you understand it? Here, our mind is that we are here. Either you bury me or I bury you. Say amen. But you see, the way it is, I have to bury you first. What do you think? Because, look, it's not nice that the way you are, somebody will go and put you in some place. They don't know you. But me, I know you. So I will bury you in the right place. Say amen. Uh-huh. Oh, you don't like the message? Hey. Now, who went to hear see me? Yeah, they are watching. What's that, Miss Siemu? Good shepherd. What's that, Miss Siemu? Anyway, so that's the kind of relationship we are looking at. This is one of the sons, true sons of the prophet Bishop Dagiwood. Let's clap your hands for Jesus. And tonight, we are blessed. Just for a short time, exhortation. I want us to rise up to our feet as we invite Bishop Chris Quinsting Ado, all the way from Nyanano, Switzerland. Hey, Nyanano what? Switzerland. Are you giving it up to the Lord? Please give it up to the Lord. Give it up to the Lord. Give it bon up to the Lord. Bon Those who are not clapping, you are not showing enough appreciation. Bon bon you are doing bon it unto Jesus. Bon just for one minute, just keep clapping for Jesus. Bon bon As you are clapping, I see the Lord raining down blessing upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. Please take your seat for a minute. I am standing here by surprise because that's why some of you are not clapping. Because I, 
this is not what we were all expecting. We were expecting our chairman to be here. He, he, our, our chairman, Bishop Emmanuel Lewis Interval, has been called for a very important meeting. With the prophet. And very high dignitaries. And so the plan was for him to have been able to finish the meeting and join us. But as we talk now, the meeting is still ongoing. So he just called me out and asked that I just step in in these big shoes and say something small. And so I believe that God is going to speak to us for just a short while. Just for about 20 minutes. And then we are done. But I want you to open your heart tomorrow he's going to be here with us and I tell you it's going to be awesome it's going to be awesome please he also says that I should tell us all that tomorrow we should come early today we started almost 7.45 but tomorrow we would want to start by 6.30 because there are a lot of choirs that must minister how many are ready to receive a blessing from the Lord please now rise to your feet with all humility and let's have a word of prayer Heavenly Father, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for an opportunity for us to even hear the word of God. I ask, O oh God, that you anoint this vessel. Use me to speak unto your people. Let somebody be encouraged and be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say, Amen. Amen. Please take your seat. I'm talking about the power of thanks. Because I have a short time, I'm going to run a little bit faster. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, can I depend on the projector? Quickly. Bible says that giving thanks always for all things. Somebody say giving thanks always. I can hear you say giving thanks always. For all things. For all things. Those who are not saying it, you are proud. I say say for all things. God is blessing your humility. Say for all things. As you are saying it, a revelation is coming. Say for all things. You know, I want you to take note of the phrase all things. Is it giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ? You know, in life, we all go through a lot of things. When you look at 2020 especially, it started with a lot of prophecies. Some of us, we, we had heard what the prophet had said. God, God has spoken to you as a person. January, we had a meeting. A lot of churches were fasting and praying. By the grace of God, February, we went for Hamatan. Where a lot of prophecies came. Little did we know that COVID-19 was going to appear. And then it started in March. And in March you went through have... April, May, June, July, August, September. April, May, June, July. October, November, and as we are talking now, it's still. Yeah, I... The Bible says that whether good or bad, 
giving thanks always for all things there are times that you don't understand why bad things happen to you even some of you as I'm talking now you have lost some brethren some loved ones this year my father had 10 children somebody say hey and out of the 10 I'm the last by the grace of God, our firstborn was 67 last year. She had lived abroad for all her life. Only for December, we heard that she had passed on. In the UK. And then the barrier was fixed around the time that the COVID was. I thought that this was going to be a year where we were going to be happy. But she died just the last few days of last year. Because of COVID-19, I couldn't travel. We couldn't travel to go bury my sister. But Bible is saying, giving thanks always for all things. Tonight, I'm here to encourage you. Whether it is good or bad. I say whether it's good or bad. One of the things that God is expecting of you is to be able to give thanks for all things. Can I have your louder? Amen. Amen. Now sit down and let me tell you why. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 28 and I want you to take notes of the scripture. In Romans 8 20, it says, for we know that all things, you see the phrase all things again. All things work together. And so the good and the bad, my sister dying and then my sister giving birth, some of you, you have been disappointed by somebody. Some of you, you have lost your job. 2020 has not gone the way you were expected. But whether good or bad, Bible says that, and we know that all things work together. The bad things and the good things that you experience, they work together. I don't know what you have been through. I don't know what blessings that has come your way. Whether good or bad. Bible is saying the apostle Paul said. And we know that these all things. They work together. But the interesting thing is that it work together for good. To them that love God. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Some of you may be sitting here, you don't have any reason to thank God for. Because you don't qualify to thank God for all things. Because not all things are working together for your good. Bible says that all things work together for good for those who love God. Tonight, the question that God wants you to begin to think about as you're going home is that: Do you love God? You can be a Christian, but you don't love God. It's unfortunate you can even be a pastor, but you don't love God. And that is why I've come to see there are some people who are not Christians yet but they love God. I know you are shocked with the message. 
And then gradually the Holy Ghost brings them into Christ. And then he begins to pick the worst of their lives. They are disco going. They are messing up of their lives. And mixes up with what God is doing. And then creates something out of their life. Let me give you this scenario and I'm about to close. You know, Bible calls God the architect. I would want to call God the best cook. In Africa, we have gravy stew. Now, Africa, you have gravy for your ho. If you want to do a gravy stew and you're good at it, you would have things like oil. You would have pepper. Moko. You would have tomatoes. And tomatoes. You have onion. And it's in it. You have tuna. tuna Especially everyone said would want some tuna. Software no no no. And then what else? Okay, so so the things I've mentioned. Now look at it. This is how it is. Everybody that is listening to me, there is a pepper aspect of your life. There is a pepper aspect of your life. Okay. There are some things that made you cry. I have several times I have wept. People wouldn't see me crying, but I've wept when I'm alone. Say, Lord, why? Because my father died when I was 15. My mother died when I was 40. Life has been terrible sometimes for me. And I cry. That is the pepper of my life. But God will not expect you to eat the pepper raw. And there's a tomatoes aspect of your life. Which sometimes some of us can take tomatoes and eat. It is neither good nor bad. God allows you to enjoy the tomatoes. There's the onion aspect of your life. You see how sometimes you really want to take an onion and sometimes when you cut it, even as it goes into your eyes, how you feel. There's the oil aspect of your life. Some people would like to drink oil. Some of us wouldn't. There's the tuna aspect of your life. Yes. When somebody bought you a phone. When on your birthday somebody dashed you a car. I prophesy may you enjoy the tuna aspect of your life. Those who are saying amen may appear to you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Please take your seat. There's the two aspect of your life. There's the salt aspect of your life. 
But you see, God, the best cook, will pick your pepper aspect, will pick your onion aspect, will pick your tomatoes aspect, will take your onion, will take your oil, will take your salt, will take the tuna. And if you allow him, he begins to combine all together. By the time you realize, your life is becoming something that somebody looks at and say, look at what the Lord has done. I see the Lord mixing up your life. And making something good come out of it. Somebody shout yes. Yes. Come for Jesus. Take your seat. Now listen to me. That is why we are celebrating this season. Tomorrow our prophet, the chairman, is going to come and don't cry. When Bishop Eric was talking, look, we are here to celebrate. Why, why is it like the atmosphere is becoming like people who have gone to a cemetery to bury somebody? No. Tomorrow when we come, let's ready to be celebrating our God for even things that were not good in our lives. Because God takes the good and the bad and makes it out for his glory. Somebody say amen. In this last few minutes, I'm mentioning these points. Take them down. Number one, what is the power of thanks? Thanks has four effects because thanks is a power. Number one. In John chapter six. Verse 10 and 11. Quickly, My time is almost up. John 6 10. Thanks has the power to multiply that which is few. Now, Jesus had gathered 5,000 people to feed them so that they could hear the word of God. The Bible said, Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them that were set down. And likewise of the fishes as much as they would. And you read verse 12, Bible says that when they were filled, that means that everybody got more than they could carry. What could make five loaves of bread, two fishes feed 5,000 people? Thanks. Some of you, naturally you're ungrateful. God wants you to. Stop crying. Stop crying. Decide to be somebody who loves God. Even that which you think is. Maybe you had a target for your center. Maybe you had a target for your center. But it has not happened yet. Lift up that situation that looks small now. And then say, Lord, I thank you. And Bible says that God. God who is able to multiply will multiply that few. If you believe it, say amen.
I see the Lord multiplying everything that looks small in your life. Some of you don't have money, but I see God blessing you financially. Amen. You know, the prophet Jeremiah said this in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19. He said in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19. And this is what has happened tonight. It was a prophecy. Now He said, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. And the voice of them that make merry. This two days, three days, that's what God wants us to do. Thanksgiving. The voice of people that make merry. And he said that when they do that, I will multiply them. They shall not be few. Churches that grow are churches that are led by pastors who are grateful and thankful for the little that God gives them. My heart sometimes bleeds when I see people who don't appreciate the little that they have. But Jesus came from heaven to earth to show us this. The smaller you have, lift up to the Lord. Say, Lord, bless it. At least I have one child. Send me what ten people ask me in my center. Send me what few, whatever it is. You just present to the Lord. You thank God. And you begin to see the Lord more. That's how our prophet Doug is. Now let me say this and I close. Very important. You see, when we say thanks, you can't say that. A lot of us think that thanks means saying thank you. Now you move your face as a channel say that you can't say that you don't It's true, but it's a lower level of saying thank. Now I know the I know the as a day we move kumakura. Thank you. Me da say because a lot of people the things we say are not true. Now you move your brain, you make your pain move can you not so it cannot be that your saying thank you means thank you. So listen. The word thanks. Okay. Comes from a root Latin word. At premium. At premium means in English. Appreciation. At premium, at premium, appreciate, appreciate, but we need so adding value. But one test we create enemy came because we pawn. If you are saying you are giving thanks, so what's the word the way for us to know that you are really giving thanks is you add value to whatever thing that you are thanking God for. So most of us, 
What we don't know is that we think that oh, I say thank you. But no, 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 no. God says, what are you doing? If somebody gives me a face towel, and in my mouth, with my mouth, I say thank you. And I drop the face towel on the floor. And this person who gave me the face towel passes by. And sees his face towel. Do you think he would be happy? Why? Because I have not added value. And so when I used my mouth to say it was full of hypocrisy. But if he had seen me with the face towel that I'm using is while preaching. And I'm handling it so carefully. I don't even have to say thank you. But he will say, Oh, if Bishop can use this white fish towel, then I need to get a blue, a white, a red, a yellow, a violet, a different kind of combination. Because he's thankful, he's appreciated. How many of us are thankful to God? Let's stop coming to church and pretending that we are thanking God. It's not true. I am careful with the way people relate with me. I know, but I watch things. If you come to my house and for instance I'm so free with you and then you're, you are, you are flowing with me and then you put your feet, God forbid, on the chair. I, I don't think I'll invite you to my house again. Because you are actually reflecting from the depths of your heart that you are somebody who is ungrateful. You are unthankful. You don't value things. Most of us don't value that God has given us. We don't value our salvation. We don't value the gifts that God has given us. We don't value the gift of the prophet that God has given us. We don't value our chairman. We don't value this nice place. We don't value the things that God has given us. We are not thankful. But God wants us to be thankful. He said that there were ten lepers. Ten lepers. They had issues. We are all lepers. We are all lepers. We have issues. We have issues. And when they had an encounter with Jesus, he looked up to 70 later. You read from 11 through to 19. He said, When they had an encounter with Jesus, ah, they went and they were healed. And one person came back. When he came, he came to lie down. No, but die of a give thanks to God. He was adding value to what the Lord had done. Jesus Jesus said, but I saw there were ten of you. But there's only one who had come. And he said, this is the second power I'm releasing. The power of thanks. Go! Go! And be made whole. Go and be made whole. You can have half of something but not full. And most of us, that's the level we are operating. You may, you may have money, but you don't have the power to enjoy.
These nine guys, they were healed. And you but they didn't have the power to enjoy it, so they were not whole. You may have a wife, you may have a husband, but you are not enjoying him or her. You may have children, but because of sicknesses, you are not enjoying him. You may be called a pastor, a bishop, a whatever, but you may not be enjoying what it takes you to enjoy. But when you begin to be thankful, like this God, God gives you both. Now look at the scripture we close. Ecclesiastes chapter 6 verse 2. And I'm done. Tonight, the Lord is speaking to us. May we begin to put value on the things that God gives He said, a man to whom God has given riches, wealth and honor, so that he wanted nothing for his soul of all that he desired. So she like these nine lepers, they had their healing. Yet God giveth him not the power to eat the rest. But a stranger eateth it. Now did not receive the wholesome blessing. This is vanity. And it is an evil disease. Tonight the Lord wants me to tell you that lesson. This season is a time that he wants us to reflect. For some of you, if you were to understand what I've said, you would do more with your life. You add value to Stand to your feet. Original clap, clapping for Jesus. Please clap for Jesus. But lift up your hands to the Lord. You are God from beginning to the end. There's no place for argument. Sing it to Jesus. You are God of yourself. Would you want to reflect and show Jesus you love him? King me, King me, you are me, I am
Please put yourself in this few minutes. I am convinced that the chairman's spirit is here with us. Whatever God would have used him to release on us, we are believing God that he will still release it. I want us just for two, three minutes, you are going to speak in tongues because listen, speaking in tongues is also one of the ways to give thanks well. And as you are speaking in tongues, my prayer is that whatever the Lord wants to do in your life, he will begin to do it. Lift up your voice and speak in tongues as they are singing. Maybe somebody invited you for this concert and convention. You have enjoyed yourself with all that has gone on tonight. But I want you to know that God wants to have a relationship with you. You never know when you also die. Bible says that unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. I want to pray with you so that you give your life to Jesus. So that you have a relationship with God. If you are here like that, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Before we leave this place, this is what I want to do with you. What do I do for you? You are like that. I'm going to count number three and then you lift up your hands. And I'll pray a simple prayer with you. One, two, three. Lift it up. God bless you. God bless you. Lift up your hands. I see a lot of hands on the back. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. 
It's one of the reasons why we are here. And lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to do one thing for him. Quickly, I want you to step forward and just come here and approach. Come from the back. I was 13 years when I gave my life to Christ. God has been good. It's the best decision you can take. Please lift up your hand and surrender to God. And I want you to say this after me. I want the whole church to also join. Please. Say, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my savior and my lord. Please write my name. Say it loud. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, I pray for all these wonderful people. Help us as a church to help them to be established in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449, 0540 77 49 41. Stay blessed.